Welcome to Opinions and Beer. We are your hosts. I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. And I'm Keenan. We've got Brandon on the podcast. Hello, hello. Who else we have on the podcast? Ron Yoy Rasmar. Ron Yoy! Ron Yoy! My God. Today's going to be a fun episode. We've got three beers to try for you today. Three beers? Yeah, three whole beers. Brendan, way better than the eight. It's been a number. It's been a good number. Brendan, do you do? You, are you excited for these three beers? Yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna drink them this time. And uh, the first beer of the day is, is brought to you by Nebraska Brewing Company. It is Gimme S'more Vanilla Brown Ale. 5.2% alcohol by volume, 13 IBUs. This uniquely flavored brown ale introduces the campy favorite s'more to craft beer. The aromatic flavors, marshmallow, chocolate, and graham, delivers from delivered from malt and vanilla, transport you into time to your last or future outdoor excursion. Wonderful at any time. Has the official independent craft beer mark on here. Drink Indy. Drink Indy. It is. It smells just marvelous. <coughs> it's a brown ale, so it's gonna. It's probably gonna have a, a very thin taste to it, but hopefully the flavor stands out. The uh, there there's a, a tiny bit of head there. Oh look, he has a really good head. Y'all y'all have great head. Oh yeah, this this uh, this stuff seems to be very heady. Holy crap! It smells good. I know, right? Uh, Von Crow, have you? Oh, have you man, had, it smells exactly like a s'more. Like a s'more. Ah, uh, some good holiday beer. Why do, yours looks darker than mine. No. Oh, it's the lighting. It's the lighting. It's the lighting. Let's try this beer. Well, shite. All the s'mores in the afterbreath, but that's that's expected in the brown it ale. It is light. It is light. It's very light. It's the a brown ale, not a dark ale. That's actually really tasty. Yeah, yes. this is gnarly. The, this the, is... the beer fro- the the beer profile. <laughs> My God. That's a phone call from the wife. The the beer profile is very yeah, light, but the the um, hey. afterbreath is all. Oh, we're doing opinions and beer, and then as soon as we're done, we'll be heading home. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I agree with all that. It tastes okay. like vanilla incense. Vanilla incense? Yes. Alright. That kind of sounds like, you know, it, it, it acts, that could be a bad thing, you know, because you're not supposed to drink. No, you know how you, you light like a, like, <laughs> a, like a wild berry vanilla incense and it makes your whole house smell wonderful? Yeah. It tastes like that. Also, shout out to whoever they got to graphic design their can label. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, you Give me some more vanilla brown ale. There's like a uh, like a starburst rainbow background. Do you taste the graham cracker? Oh yeah, Ooh. I can taste the graham yeah. crackers, the marshmallow, the chocolate. Swear, it tastes like a s'more. Only now that you mention it, like fucking little bit. You know? <laughs> Like, well, oh, I was like, what is that? What is that? And you're like, do you taste the crank? Now, cracker? it does like, say... Oh, fuck, that's what that is. It does yeah. say that the, um... That a lot of these aromatic flavors are delivered straight from the malt they used. Wow. So they use vanilla and just the right the right um, blend of malts 
to create the flavors that uh, is in this beer. So they, a Nebraska Brewing Company, it's a good fucking uh, beer. really trying their best to hit these flavors without they adding. They really did hit a holiday mark with this. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. They're, they're trying to hit these flavors without adding any um, additives, without adding like uh, syrups and stuff. Fucking love the holidays, bro. Keenan, my oldest friend. Absolutely, bro. This is a treat for sure. Like this is a treat. Like yeah, you really shouldn't drink that many of them. No, probably not. Like a Christmas time beer. Like you have one around the dinner table, I guess, with or around the Christmas Christmas presents opening. Around the or, Christmas table, or however, whatever. What, what's a uh, what? What's you have one while your kids open uh, Christmas presents, and they're disappointed because they have no socks, so you bought them socks, <laughs> and you're like, "Why the fuck didn't I get a PS5?" And you're like, "This is why I drink." <laughs> this is why I drink s'mores beer. Well, you, know, so you drink some really tame shit for your kids being such pains in the asses. <laughs> well, the white bitches, and you know. Next up, we have a. Um, we're gonna crack this one open next. This will be hard to share, everybody. We're gonna uh, pour half, half a thing. So half a sample. Next up, we've got uh, a packet. This is a, this came in a four pack of Marty's Little Monsters. This is by uh, Martin House Brewing Company. This is a Wicked Wolf. It's a peanut butter marshmallow cream what? blonde. Go fuck yourself. No, it isn't. Peanut butter marshmallow cream blonde, coming in at eight percent alcohol by volume. No, it isn't. What? No, it isn't. No, it isn't what? It's not a peanut buttery... Peanut butter marshmallow cream blonde. No. All right, we're going to try our best to pour... I'll pour... Give me just a dose. Give me just a little dose. Okay. Oh, wait. The fuck is this? All right. Peanut butter. Ah. No. Zero. I'll give it a zero. Alright, maybe the two or three. Peanut butter isn't always that bad. Alright, this is a this is a Wicked Wolf peanut butter marshmallow cream blonde. Eight, coming at 8% alcohol by volume. I like some of those 8%. Words. I like some of those 8%. This it's actually pretty like. hazy. Yeah, like, alright, the more peanut butter it is, Very the less hazy. of a score it's getting. <laughs> smell it, smell it. butter just work? Ooh, that smells like the right amount of peanut butter. Smells like the right amount of peanut or, butter. I don't hate peanut butter. It's just I like... I fucking love peanut butter. You, you can be too peanut buttery, man. You can be too peanut in buttery. Beer? You can be too peanut buttery. In any fucking... You can be too peanut buttery with peanut butter. I mean, All right? You can, beer, right? you can be too much peanut butter in your peanut butter It sandwich. smells like peanut butter you ice cream. You can! Really All right, guys. You ready to try this beer? Peanut butter ice cream. That's what it smells like. Oh. You're walking Oh, wow. Yeah. What the fuck? The peanut butter's in there. I Take love it. Like it. A shot. Ooh, that was nice. God, I couldn't drink more than a can of this, but like, yeah, it's nice. Also seasonal for some fucking reason. It tastes like roasted peanuts, and I don't know if I taste the marshmallow. Oh my god, it does. Uh, you know, yeah, I, you know what? I do not. I do not taste marshmallow. I get the marshmallow. You do on the, the afterbreath. And you I know don't. what? While I'm not a fan of peanuts, hence there being oh, too much nice. things, too much of a. Such a thing as too much peanut butter. I do like roasted peanuts. They are an exception. 
What's up with like That's the what this like. Yeah. On the can. Roasted well, I think it's uh, Marty's Little Monsters. <coughs> so this is the weak, the wicked wolf who was arrested. Yeah, that's not a that's Incarcinate. not a Incarcerated. Incarcerated. That's not a monster. That's a fairy. You know, that's an anthropomorphic they... little bestial thing. Do you think they could arrest uh, a werewolf? He didn't do anything wrong. Well, I mean, if he he's murdered, a werewolf, if he murdered, that's like a crime. But if he was like just guilty of the crime of happening to be a werewolf, I don't think we could legally. Like charge him with that. It's not a crime yeah. to be aware. So I, I don't think that the flawed judicial system of America covers lycanthropy. Yeah, I really don't think it does. Hey, wait. You know what's weird though? Do you ever think it's weird that like, whenever someone becomes a monster type creature, that they have to be evil? How come? From Frankenstein's monster was kind of totally about that, right? Uh, Frankenstein's monster was totally about how fucking innocent the monster exactly, was. Right? Like, like, oh, okay. like, if like, you read I'm the book, evil. he's just a green-eyed, sexy guy. And he wonders Literally. why everyone right. hates him. And he wonders why everybody hates him. <laughs> Am I allowed to discuss my problem, my issue with Frankenstein the book? If you want what to. Uh, if you have a problem with a green-eyed, sexy guy, let us know. Okay. In the book, spoiler alert, uh, in the book, the monster just wants a companion, so he goes back to the doctor who made him, and he says, make me a woman c- monster companion. And the doctor does. And before he reanimates her, he's like, oh my god, if they mate and have a bunch of monsters, this is gonna wreck the whole planet. So he destroys the, the woman, mon- the bride of Frankenstein, he destroys her, and the monster sees it, and that's when he goes off the rails and starts killing people as revenge. You mean to tell me... That a doctor who knows to bring how to not only reanimate someone, but reanimate someone who's made from different parts so that they don't reject each other. Like we know organs reject, like the body will reject a right. organ. You mean to tell me this doctor doesn't know how to perform a hysterectomy? That was the that's the plot hole of Frankenstein. Or a vasectomy. That's all he had to do was, was spay and, spare and neuter your monster. And they could have all lived happily ever after the end. <clears throat> no, well, yeah, because if you look at Victor Frankenstein, he runs around like a little bitch for half the book because he's like, oh, I made a sexy-eyed green guy. Whatever will I do? He's too sexy. He's <laughs> too sexy. I've been dying to tell someone this. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, thank you, audience. I love you all very much. <laughs> but anyways, this beer, if you you know how they serve you peanuts at the bar? If you want to drink your peanuts and your beer at the same time, highly recommend Yes, very wicked and wolfy. 8% alcohol, Jesus Christ. But it's, it's delicious, and I realize... That's, that's high for a blonde. Blondes are usually low in alcohol. You know what? 8% blonde. I agree that everything that was just said that I was totally here for, I did not step away at all. <laughs> next up on this list. <laughs> next up on Marty's Little Monster. Oh, God, I went black. No, it's fine. I mean, it went colored... Next no. up, another one by uh, Martin House Brewing Company, Martin, Marty's Little Monsters, Gummy Ghost. Oh, I'm probably Gummy gonna... Ghost is a strawberry cream sour coming in at six percent oh, alcohol volume. Marty's Little Monsters. You can see this uh, ghost is melting. You hear that, Tyler? It's sour. Yeah, it's a sour. It's an actual beer, craft <laughs> beer. Not everything has to taste like fucking gumdrops and fucking Not everything has to taste like shit. It also doesn't taste like gum gumdrops and rainbows. There's a middle ground. 
Yeah, I don't agree with your middle ground, so I deny that it exists. And look, it's strawberry doesn't have red 40 in it. So oh, that's pleasant. I'll admit, that was the first thing I was worried about. I very, it. It's very beer-colored. Oh, yeah, dude, I was, like, afraid it was going to be red as fuck. It smells good. Oh, my God, it smells Holy good. crap, it smells good. It Holy smells crap, it smells good. These guys know how to do fucking aroma. These Ten. <laughs> Ten. I'm Holy. telling you, sour right. is just superior. Gummy, you, Tyler. Gummy <laughs> ghost. Right, Tyler. So you're looking for strawberry, you're looking for cream. Looking I'm for getting it. both from just the smell. <laughs> you're looking for the gummy ghost flavor. <laughs> okay, let's You're do right, it. You're right, Tyler, and I'm upset about it. No. Oh, that was good. Mm, that's such a good beer. Oh, god damn it, it is. God it's damn it, it's hour. delicious and oh. frothy and refreshing. I could it's, not help but to drink half of it in one drink. Fucking tart. Sours have ruined us. I mean, we... <laughs> well, no, sours have ruined their experience due to the fact that they introduced me to them, and I was like, oh, this is good beer. And they're like, hey, try this piss-tasting liquor. It's just as good. It has all the historical variants of beer. Do you think, do you think that's what it is? I think, think that ancient man would have preferred sours if they could have made them. Do you think that sours are too good that it's ruined the uh, experience of other beers? Oh no, that's like saying that like <laughs> that like, like milk chocolate Tyler, is too Tyler, good. It's ruined cacao for him. Tyler obviously, he, like Tyler is a guy he, like, he marches to uh, to the beat of his own drum. You know, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't follow any fucking thing ever. You know. So, but like, and it, like the way people are, is they're like, there's a culture to liking, like, manly beer and, and shit like that. And fuck your culture. <laughs> no, I'm for just, one, I didn't even say it is my no. culture. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not even done. Hold on. Uh, one, I didn't to say it was fair. my culture. Two, fuck you, it is my culture. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, there's a, I mean, there is a reason why sours are are so huge now. Yeah. Used to sours were like because and, and it's because people who never wanted to drink beer because they were told that beer tastes like yellow piss flavored water, and then one day somebody handed them something that tasted like strawberry and cream. Strawberry shortcake. Dude, Straight to up. anyone well, who's like, I can't stand the taste of beer. It's like, honey, there are so many flavors of beer yeah, out you there. You can get drunk off of this and never have to worry about the taste of piss ever touching your tongue. Right. You know what I love telling people about? What? The people, like, I I, I have a go-to mm. beer. Listen, for the opinion, this, this is so appropriate for this fucking podcast. I want to say this. Okay. All right. Uh, I have a go-to fucking beer in mind, and it's a sour. Uh... For anyone who's like, oh my god, I can't stand beer. I don't like beer. I don't like the taste of beer. For one, I say, there are thousands of flavors of beer. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. If you really like sours the way that I do, listen to this right here. God. Oh God! You can gurgle that shit. It's so good. For two, all right. Like, <laughs> uh, I have. I'm like, man. There are so many different fucking flavors of beer. You know what? I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich beer. No, stop. You're probably thinking peanut butter and jelly beer. No, good. peanut butter and jelly sandwich beer because of the yeast. The yeah. aftertaste gave you a taste of bread, right. which is uh, like Struggle a Street. fucking drinking a sandwich. 
which is damn, you know, Struggle Street, they when it, uh, they, they just released their their um, holiday sours, and we should fucking go by there one day. Oh, yeah, go. holiday sours, man. Like that's that, just but, where it's oh, at. Oh, that just sounds All good, of these man. people who, like, like, choke down these IPAs, like, oh, <laughs> so good. I like a citrus IPA. So, dude, like the fucking that, citrus what? shit. I will sit here in my tower of sour and shit on you <laughs> lager drinking peasants. You know what though? Citrus uh, IPA is I very do, summer, bro. It's very. It's also beach country. I do wonder <laughs> what my opinion of uh, Jabberwocky IPA is now after like after just fucking enjoying sour so much. Yeah. Because I mean, like, because a Jabberwocky IPA was my first ten ever. It was like this is a fucking ten. This is a ten IPA Jabberwocky, so good. But now, like, I we've had good flavored beer, like tasty beers, and beers not just that beer you can literally beers. take a pint glass of and yeah. just just deep throat the entire <laughs> amount so, of liquid. I wonder, I wonder if I ever went back to some of these tins I gave to some You'd IPAs. Like, oh, it tastes like piss and hops. <laughs> Now some are good though. I think I think Stone Cold Steve Austin's IPA is still good. Oh yeah. I guess there. I bet drinking. if Stone Cold made a sour, it'd be better. Get on that, you bald son. So bitch. far, so far he's some bitch. Funny enough, he's made so far an IPA and then a lager. <laughs> he needs to make a sour. I watched that video of him trying the world's most famous cocktails, and he was all like, "Oh, the Cosmopolitan. It's not for me. Make one." <laughs> you bald some bitch. You bald some bitch. Okay, this this gummy ghost. It tastes like. A fresh, the best fresh strawberry you ever had, but slightly, lightly fizzy. It's amazing. And where did you buy this, and how much was it? This was an H-E-B. H-E-B. And in Port Arthur. That's a Texas chain of grocery stores. So H-E-B, H-E-B, uh, everything's better. H- is what it stands for, by oh, the way. Oh, really? Harold E. Butts or something? No, no. Here, everything's better. H-E-B. So, H-E-B... Also, both of those are probably H- right. Yeah. Uh, H-E-B, for the most part, has stepped up their craft beer game. And, uh, well, spe- H-E-B has always had a giant section of alcohol. Yeah. But usually it was like... Usually it's wine. wine. Oh, yeah. Usually it was... Well, I'll give you that, Adam. It was usually wine. Usually like, wine. That was when I found my first, like, perfect sangria. Yeah. Was like I was walking around HEB and some lady was like, "You want to try a sample, don't you?" And I was like, "Sure." And so, she's like, "Here's some sangria," and I drank it. And I'm like, "How but, do you uh, make that shit?" And she's like, "This bottle, this bottle, this bottle, and a fucking freezer." And I'm like, <laughs> "But they, uh, <laughs> but they've been stepping up their craft beer game, especially the one in Nederland. The, the apparently the uh, the one in Nederland have made it their goal." To be the number one HEB with craft beer in the well, area. Know, and there's another thing about sours with me. As a guy who's been getting drunk <laughs> at know. family weddings since I was like 10 years old, you know what you get drunk at family weddings on, right? What? The punch. The punch. You know, they take the, they take the sherbet and the punch and the Sprite and they dump it all together in a bowl and they dump some rum in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get a scoop of it. I've been getting drunk off of shit that tastes good. Since I was like eight. So like the idea of being like, no, you just got to choke it down. It's like a light beer. Oh. You come to crave it though. All right, like growing up for so many times. I crave beers like this. Whenever I hear we're doing opinions in beer and I'm like, what kind of beer are we doing, Adam? And he's like, oh, we're doing Pilsners. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh boy, right, yay, <laughs> Pilsners. You guys all know hey, how I crazy just how... strip down and fucking get wild for Pilsners. All right, calm the book down. Listen, <laughs> it's crazy how 
grown up like so many times and it was like he's talking about like oh you just gotta choke it down to get drunk because that's what we do around here right and then i went to my first wait come on down fucking let me finish let me let me tell you like just get some punch god damn it tyler (laughs) (laughs) all right so growing up dude drinking a lot going to party after party and it's like yeah it's like of course it's 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 fucking water so like you, you get used to it you know yeah but like you're you're still scarfing it down like you know fucking everything tyler said and shit like that but you, you do that so much, and man, I had a point. Tyler fucking. And then you develop <laughs> the taste for rum and Sprite and sherbet ice cream, and you're like, wow, fucking, drinking doesn't point? have to be a chore. <laughs> I'll just. Tyler, you keep talking. I'll think about what my point was. I know. That's how it works with me, man. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to let our uh, Southwest and, and West Coast listeners understand what HEB is like. Um, y'all have Party City? It's kind of like that. It's like a like the lowest cost grocery store with really good quality, and you never know what you're gonna find. And it kind of markets towards the Hispanic market, but anyone you know would love to shop there because there's it's interesting and yeah. And if you like shit like fresh fish and sushi and things like yeah, that, yeah, fresh H-E-B got it. Amazing produce. Yeah, uh, I, their, their fish section, section really good. Not only in particular, like walk up. And say, like, I need five pounds of jumbo fucking shrimp. Yes. And they're going to hand you five pounds yes. of shrimp that I shit you not. I know you people at home can't see, but I shit you not are, like, this fucking long and, like, that big around. And then when you grill them, they just shrink a bit. And then you realize you're eating jumbo fucking shrimp. And they're yeah. like, yep, this is freshly caught. How many pounds you want? I've got the fucking scoop. You know, the special yeah. scoop. They're definitely the... Uh... The, out of all the out of all the chains around here, they're definitely the best for like uh, seafood. Especially, not just seafood, like their fresh meat section. Like, go get a HEB half fucking like a two inch cut of ribeye steak and grill it low and slow with some good seasonings and shit and a good rub. It's yeah. gonna be one of the best steaks you've ever had. Best vegetarian section, also, if you're into that. Uh, they have the most selection. Cheapest gasoline at the, their little gas station. Yeah, they have little gas stations. That are I know, I know Kroger. Have you been to Kroger's recently? Yes. I know Kroger's is trying to, like, the, the, their big thing right now is, like, we've got, a, like, a healthy food section or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, That's and you true, ever notice any time there's, like, riots and, like, people, like, you know, have to, like, steal food off the shelves and, like, loot, like, the, the, the vegan section is always left unfucking touched It's just, like, completely stopped. People would rather starve than eat vegetable bacon. Poor people hate vegetables. Man, there's some of it I tried that was okay, and there's others I've tried that was like, no, you can steal that. Well, I'm just saying, so. I've had plenty of good vegan products, but there are other ones that they just need to give up. Like, stop. Like, you're never gonna make good vegan bacon. It's bacon is... That's not true. Bacon is bacon. You don't touch bacon! It comes from thin strips of pork belly. They have you... turkey bacon for juice. Dude, turkey bacon you is not bacon! <laughs> Look, there's a reason why when ancient man was making cuts of meat, he gave it certain names. Bacon means the underbelly of a pig. Yeah, the underbelly of a turkey. And the underbelly of a turkey (laughs) is called a fucking gobbler. It's an air sack, you dumb fuck. I will lose my shit. Morningstar Farms. Look, I understand that you can take a burger like the patty itself and have like a turkey burger. Okay. 
But you still have to put real bacon on top of that shit for it to be a bacon burger. No, dude, and I've tried the Impossible Whopper. Not too fucking bad. I'm going to say this about the Impossible Whopper. If you get it fresh. Yeah. If you get it fresh, you tell them, you tell them, you tell yeah. them, I want you to put one down grill right it. now. Fresh. When and also, you grill it. order it the exact same way as a Texas Double Whopper comes. Yeah. Tell them, I want a Texas Double Whopper. Replace the meat with impossible meat. Uh, it is the fucking best. But you know what? You don't the, fucking touch bacon. That's the, the bacon on top of the <laughs> Texas Double Whopper is real fucking bacon, and that's why it sets the mood. <laughs> sets the mood. You have the fucking vegan yeah, patty, but on top of the vegan patty, oh, the bacon and the and the fucking Water. chewy fat bits yeah. and the crunchy dark bits they set the mood. Okay, side note for viewers, or listeners, sorry, since you can't see us. Um, they they seem to always make the Impossible Whopper fresh because they always take forever to get my order. It's like they cook, cook It's to because order. no, I used to no, work at Burger King. Not that many people used to order work at Burger King. Shit. Nobody fucking orders it. So yeah, the, see, so you the ain't three, fucking... the three that we cook to prepare for people, they go bad go. by like 30 minutes in. So you then just have to just make fresh for every Impossible oh, order. Yeah, dude, like you got inserts filled with fucking patties. And there is no insert filled with Impossible. Well, no, there is. There's one, but it's filled with like three, and they went bad two hours ago. So and we just will like, fucking give no, it so to you. So people are just like, no. you know what? I'll Fuck it. it. Just make him a fresh one. <laughs> no. Oh, man, dude. See, I was so bad. I got so jaded. I worked fast food so long. If I worked at Burger King, like, and again, I've been working fast food for like 20 years. God bless my soul. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right, but if I worked at Burger King, and they're like, oh, we want an Impossible Burger. I'm so fucking broken inside and jaded. I'd look at that shit and be like, <laughs> just put some extra mayonnaise on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's stop posing as meat already. Uh, Brendan, it's fucking spam. What was the breaking point of Burger King for you? Oh, God. Look, he had a breaking the, point. The Bacon King, number four. The Bacon King, number four? Yeah. It broke you. Yeah. And you said, fuck this job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after a Do while, tell. I came in and I started joking. I'm like, let's just get it over with, man. Let's just order it. Fucking three bacon kings. And every, <laughs> everyone in the kitchen was laughing. And then someone pulled up and ordered three fucking bacon kings. And that was it. It just spiraled from there. Every, <laughs> every Fast single... Fast will fucking break people, bro. <laughs> every single fucking day, people come in, I'll have two Bacon Kings, a number two, of, which is the Texas Number double. 15? Can I get a number 15? It, just every fucking day. And those Bacon Kings with every single fucking order. A Bacon King is not a side. A Bacon Dude. King is a big burger. And have Stop like... ordering it like fries. <laughs> <laughs> I realized very long, like like not very long ago in my life, that I can't work fast food anymore because I don't care if half of you mouth breathers starve to death. No, man, dude, and I have like ninety stories like this. But uh, when I was working at Popeyes not too long ago, uh, a fucking school bus of motherfuckers came in. It was like the rival team of Biter. The motherfuckers they were was playing like Biter. Like walked up into <laughs> yeah. Popeyes. Dude, they ordered one hundred chicken sandwiches. And I was like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> yeah. when, when I was 17 years old, my very first day at McDonald's, they were like, and remember, just make sure everything's clean and you get to leave at midnight for the night crew to come in. Mm -hmm. and, I was like, and I was like, cool. So I was cleaning everything. 
And then all of a sudden, I realized I was like one of the only two people in the building with the manager. And then two school buses rolled in. Woo! One a football team, one a baseball team. And my manager looked at me and was like, I'll take all their orders. You just got to, like, get after it and make all the food. So my very first day at McDonald's, I was thrown into the trenches. And I made 500 burgers in two hours. Whoa. And, and, and one of the managers had the audacity to come in on his shift at 12 o'clock and look at what was on screen and be like, so where are you? And I'm like, I'm making 500 fucking McDoubles. That's where the fuck I am. Jesus Christ. And he was like, what about all these people in drive through And I'm like, well, the other manager just told me, fuck them. <laughs> and he's like, so I'll start making the drive through orders and you keep making the 500 McDoubles. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Thank you for permission doing that, you mindless fuck. Jesus. Another thing that I reasoned was is that I'm smarter than most of the mouth breathers that I work with, and I can't stand working for mouth breathers. You know, have, have you ever seen the the TV series The Boys? When yes. Homelander stares in the mirror and he tells himself that he is smarter, faster, stronger, and better, that's how I feel when I work fast food. As soon as somebody pulls up to the goddamn drive through and dings that goddamn bell, I'm just like, I am better than you! <laughs> You don't deserve to order food here. Leave. <laughs> Go starve in your hovel. Go starve in your hovel. You mud people in your single wide trailers. Jesus Christ. I've always Oh, let me get back. Oh, here comes King wait, Violent. He went. Wait, wait, wait. He did a pee pee. Come back. Come back. Got lots of pee pee. He did a pee pee. Alright, here's the thing though. I have thought that too. And then I paused, and I was like, wait, I'm working fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I am better than you, I said to the guy in the F-350. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. And then I walked home. Did you give his ass, hey, hey let me ask you this, Keenan. Did you give his ass cold fries? No, I like this F-350. Well, then uh, I would have given him cold fries because that's it was all a his mouth-breathing ass deserves. It was a cane ranch tradition. I tell people, you deserve the fries I give you. Oh, my God. If they're not salted enough, piss on them. Piss on them. Which is a perfect segue, <laughs> speaking of vehicles, to my new job. You know, like, dude, I've been working fast food and chasing fucking dead-end jobs for years, dude. I busted my fucking ass in OCBM for seven twenty-five an hour, dude. Minimum wage. Hey, I, I make, let me tell you this, Keenan. <laughs> this, this might hurt your soul a little bit, but I make $400 a day, and I still consider my customers worthless mouth breathers. So. Yeah, yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> no, but, like, dude, like, so I'm moving up in the world. I, I got a new job and shit, and like I'm a fucking tire tech and shit. I work in a. What's crazy? It's like there, there's a lot of tire. I tech. work in a garage with tires. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, like, dude, like, I've seen a lot. My brother w was a tire tech, like, and he, like once he learned that he shit, he saw so many trucks. Well, in my his brother life. was a lube tech, dude. Like that means like he got down like changing oils, and once you do that, you can jump between like fucking. Gunstream and Monica Brothers and shit like that. Oh wow, and he saw so many engines in and his like, life. uh, 
So, hold on, oh I lost gosh. my train of thought again. Oh, oh god. <laughs> okay, so, I hope you don't. I hope you don't mind if I interrupt the story. So this is. So there's some backstory to that. The, the reason he was able to get a job is because I. What? Give me a ride to work every day? Yeah. Is it okay if I tell this story? Practically not. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Anyways, my point is, is you can just learn like one. Shut up. Shut the <laughs> fuck <laughs> up. If you can't, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. You can learn just like one fucking thing and like learn to change oil and jump between fucking garage to garage, like those fucking shitholes, like Gunstream or whatever the fuck. And like that's not what I sign up for, dude. Like I show up to work and it's this big, massive fucking shop, dude. They got fucking cars galore that they got to work on. We got like fucking, you know, 10, 15, you know, or not the 10s a lot. We got like five, seven cars we got to work on. And we got fucking trailers out there. And we got fucking 18-wheelers out there. You know, it's not like fucking working at Gum Street and Biter. You know, it's not like, oh, man, I'm learning how to change fucking oil on every... Dude, changing oil is like you loosening the screw. You know, that's literally what changing oil consists of. You fucking take the filter off. Loosen the screw. Job's about done. You know, so like, yeah, no, that's not impressive. Keep going, Master Uguay. Tell us more. And yeah, changing fucking tires on little bitty fucking cars isn't impressive either. But like, dude, like, fucking 18-wheelers pull up and shit. And they like, you know. <laughs> fucking Ch- changing tires. Is, changing tires is impressive if your tire's flat and you don't know how. Let me just say that. If I was stranded on the side of the road, yeah, I'd be impressed. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, Tyler. Like, how do you change an eighteen-wheeler tire? Huh? Tell me how you change an eighteen-wheeler tire. Ty- hydraulic Tyler. jacks. The, the hydraulic jack changes the tire no, itself. No, no, you hydraulic you press jack. A bu- up. You, yeah, I know. You press that button, and, and then it you does fucking it. get and a wrench and, and work what? it like a man and pull the tire off. What the fuck, dude? No, that's like that. Is, no, you take the impact and you pull the fucking tire off after you with your hand, up, yeah. After you've jacked up, yeah, the with, fuck- yeah, you do it with your hand. No, I said a jack, dumbass. The jack pulls the tire off. No, the it? jack jacks the truck up, and oh, the fucking impact pulls the tire off. The, the jack, no, the impact doesn't pull the tire. The impact off. pulls the bolts off, and you have to put your man on it if you have any to pull the tire off. Does the impact put the new tire on? No, the impact puts the new bolts on, dumbass. That's the point of a socket wrench. I know, you're fucking quoting the fucking obvious, but you're not answering the question because you don't know. Well, it's easy. All right. Take off, put new tire on. How do you put, how do you take off and put new tire you on? You jack up Go truck. Go through the steps. Jack up truck. That's one. Take off tire. That's two. Put new tire on. No, no. How do you Tighten take, bolts. How, how do you take out the tire? You uh, impact the bolts, you pull the bolts off, then you pull the tire off. No, how do you take the fucking rubber off the rim, you dumbass? How do you take the rubber off the rim? You put the fucking angle bar in there, and you pull the fucking rubber off the rim, and then you put the new fucking rubber on. Fuck With the new fucking tube. No, dumbass. Hey, there's no tube, but other than whoa, that, he was whoa, right. Whoa. <laughs> God. Whoa, whoa. We're getting heated, but I'm like, fuck. He didn't say something I've right. i so many jobs that useless fucking mouth breathers can work, and now I finally wrestle for a living. Okay, I just I just want to interject my story. So, <laughs> this Keenan's story is particularly meaningful to me because um because it kind of it kind of makes me feel like my oh, life Jesus. wasn't a waste, and I'll I'll go into it. So. 
years and years ago, there was this really cool YouTube channel called Improv Everywhere. And they used to do, like, fun, I wouldn't call them pranks, but they basically were pranks. They would do different things that were just, kind of made you stop and think. It was almost like a, like an art project in real life, like performance art. And one of their performance arts was they showed up to this little nothing band. And they, they were, like, in a, a mass of them, because it's in New York, so they had a huge crowd. And they just showed up in this huge crowd to this little dive bar, and they all just pumped up this, uh this little band and like it just you could tell like the band was so excited like it just made their whole year and uh so when the beer guy started like i knew one of the co-hosts and i just loved it i loved that they were doing something and i was like i want to be that improv everywhere but it's just me so i'm gonna do that and i'm like their biggest fan and i just i just loved it you know and so 10 years later i'm still like their biggest fan and i'm on their show which is freaking awesome <laughs> and um and I just wanted to, like, you know, you ever just want to make a difference in one person's life? You know, that just, like, so that you mean something to this world? Because I'm, like, a nobody, right? Like, I work retail. And, uh, you know, and, and Keenan was working Popeyes, and that sucks, and we all know, like, that's not... Like, he's so smart, and he's so much better than that. And I was able to give him a ride, because I go to Beaumont to work as well. And, uh, it's just such a little thing, but, like, he's on his way up, and he's got, like, a new career building, and... I don't know, dude, it just None makes None of that me... fucking matters, you know? Like, it we're does, all mouth though. readers to Tyler, man. Oh, no! no dude, like, I don't know, man. Like, You're wasting your breath. No, no! You're wasting your breath. Let me, let me finish, let me finish to the... Yeah, Keenan, you always like, tell people to shut up when you're talking, let her talk. So, the moral of the story is... Because you don't fucking let me finish anything, man! Because we're something. all just fucking... You're peons, you know? <laughs> Alright, well, we know Tyler's dark, that's his shtick, but my, my lighthearted moral to the, to the listeners out there, like, you matter, and what you love matters, and, like, you can make a difference, like, just, just find that one thing that you can support, and, like, go for it, you never know where it's gonna lead, like, like, Keenan's brought my life up so much, and I, and I was in a really bad situation, it's just kind of a mutual aid society thing, like, we all have to watch out for each other, and I, I love you listeners, and I really wish you the best. I really, really do. And don't think that what you... Like, mine took ten years to pay off, but I was in a bad situation. Keenan was a bad situation, and... I don't know. Things are looking up. So, like, don't lose hope, man. Just stick with it. Brendan, what are your thoughts about everything? hope I didn't talk too much. <laughs> do, you, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> Was I left him speechless. <laughs> um, Do you have thoughts on things? <laughs> yeah, thoughts things. on things. Uh, yep, things. Uh, well. Yep. <clears throat> What's crazy? What, uh, what was your favorite? Uh, if you could rank these three beers we had today, what would you rank them? Uh, the gummy is a 10. Everything else is crap. Crap. The peanut butter marshmallow uh, cream blonde. I like the weird nice. peanut butter one. This one is interesting. Uh, nice. Give me s'mores. Awesome dessert treat. Would you? Uh, what was the uh, best to worst? Uh, best to worst: uh, the gummy sour, the peanut butter, and then the s'mores. Okay. Y'all, they were really... all elevens to me. I all elevens. I, I never buy beer. I would. I, I would stock up. I give on the this. peanut butter one a seven because it really did have yeah. that snap of peanuts to it. Mm. Which I just, ha- you know, how? It was pretty crazy. 
Uh, I do. I like. I like the. Um, I like the, the thing is though these two probably have. They probably did something to get these flavors in. I do like the craft the craftsmanship of Gimme S'mores. The fact that they, it says it right here. The only thing I respect about the s'mores, and that's why I give it a five, flat out average, not above or below average. I give it a five because you can taste the chocolate. Yeah. You can taste the graham cracker. You can taste the marshmallow. And that's, and and they didn't put all they put was vanilla, and then everything else comes straight from the malts. So like all the chocolate, the graham, the that's marshmallow. From, that's all from the malt. That's all from the malt they used. They specifically used the they. they what sp- kind of malt would you exactly. use? Exactly. That's what they says right here though. So they so they, somehow they were able to craft this in a way. Did you use like marshmallow like. Like like the, the actual plant that's used to make marshmallow. Mate, I that? don't know. So 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 that, that so that does um. I'm, I just respect Nebraska Brewing Company for being able to pull off the I flavors. This, I spilt some of it on my hand, and I can still smell the marshmallow on my hand. Oh yeah, like it's what well, that might be the vanilla. Maybe the vanilla is but like like the, the vanilla plus like the mildness of it smells like. It smells like I stuck my nose in a pack of marshmallows. Maybe, maybe it's how the vanilla's mixing with the with the, the with the with the malt. Yeah, the malt they gave like the graham cracker. Yeah, flavor. but I give it a five. I give five. it. It's not. It's a. It's an average. It's. I, I give it a straight up five. Uh, Keenan, what are your thoughts about these beers? Uh, I like the gummy. Oh, the gummy one. Gummy Ghost. Gummy S'mores. Uh, what was the and other the, one? The other one was peanut, peanut butter. butter Marshmallow Cream Blonde. Gummy S'mores Peanut Butter. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's the most I can tell you right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we, we all agree, though, that Gummy Ghost, that, that strawberry cream sour, definitely hit. Uh, obviously, the s'mores and then the, the peanut butter blonde are um, divisive. I, I would say... Peanut butter marshmallow cream blonde might be a little less. I, I thought it, I thought the flavor was a bit. It was a, it was a good roasted peanut butter peanut flavor, but um, a little too. Uh, there was like a, a weird little too um, artificialness to it in the in, in it for me. The peanut butter. Yeah, the peanut butter marshmallow blonde. Um, maybe it's the marshmallow that was artificial. Yeah, because the peanut butter tasted like. Yeah, the peanut butter. The peanut the peanut butter was great. I think it was the marshmallow in the after bread. But it had like, too much of that just like normal beer stuff going on. Yeah. So uh Whew! What a what a what a heated episode. What a crazy day. What a crazy bunch of stuff. We got a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, uh we we got wrestling going on. Wrestling. Wrestling. Von Crow, are you excited to uh <laughs> Are you excited about the prospects happening with our wrestling show? Abel's back. That, that, that right there had me more happy than anything. The fact Abel that Abel's came back. back. My God. More than new recruits, I'm so happy that Abel's back. And so uh, uh, we got a lot of things popping off. Obviously. Abel's a guy who knows how to put on a good show, put on a good match, and make everybody look good. I I, I want to wrestle him. I want matches yeah. with him. He wants. And so, a uh, bunch of fun stuff. Brendan, are you excited for all the prospects happening? It's looking up and up. Keenan, are you excited for prospects? No comment. No comment. 
Are you excited for prospect? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, this was just our opinion. And that's fine, because that's all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.